Welcome, everybody, to a very, very special episode of Two Beers and a Mic. Um, we are actually doing a s- super special episode this week because uh, Jake and George cannot be here. Unfortunately, they had to travel for work this week. And so we're going to uh, bring you guys a special holiday podcast with my sister, Tate, or uh, Jake's fiance, Tate, and her friend, Constance. So they're going to talk about a couple things for a little bit. Um, Jake's going to uh, be the one spewing a couple questions at him. And so, you know, he'll still be with us in spirit. Um, but uh, right now we aren't uh, all together. So right now I get to run the show by myself and it's not fun. Very thankful for those guys and everything that they do. So um, to get us, you know, started off, we're going to uh, try a beer real quick before we send it over to the Tate and Constance and then. Uh, we'll let them kind of take the show. So this is another very special episode of Two Beers and a Mic. Here we go. What's up, guys? Glad to see you today. Well, at least through the camera. Um, like I said... Jake and George aren't here with me, so all good, though. We're going to make it through it. <sighs> we got this. We can do it. Uh, but we are going to be trying a beer today. Uh, I'm going to do my best to kind of give uh, a fair rating from everybody. You know, I know what these guys kind of like and don't like, so we're going to we're gonna try and work with what we got, okay? Uh, but we are going to be trying the Big D, the Big D double IPA from Lakewood Brewing Company. So they were very kind to give us a couple of beers um, from the tour that we did a couple weeks ago. Um, so super, super awesome place, super friendly people. So would highly recommend uh, going and checking out that bar that they have right out front there. You can see the um, all the all the tanks in the back. Um, you can see the whole distillery. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So would definitely go check them out. But while I grab this beer out of the SOK Lone Star sponsored fridge. All right. Got that out. And first impressions is the can looks pretty sick. It looks very sophisticated. Um, kind of gives off Hulk vibes with the, uh, you know, the neon green and the uh, dark, dark, true black. I mean, it is. It, this looks like you're about to ingest, ingest something big. You know what I'm saying? So I will say that it pairs well with pepper jack cheese, Texas barbecue, and 10-gallon hats, baby. That's just a good time right there, let me tell you. Uh, it's brewed and dry hopped with generous amounts of American-grown uh, specialty hops, Big D stands tall. And uh, yeah, <laughs> this little robot uh, has his Big D right underneath his uh, his big. So if you can zoom in on that right there. If not, if you can't see it, I'm sorry. You'll just have to go get one. Um, but they are 8%. So if you have a couple of these bad boys, you may be feeling a little tipsy. Uh, but yeah, so let's give this, uh, let's give this one a try. For our Asmar fans out there. That was a great one. That was a great one. A little foamy. Nice thick foam. I don't... 
I don't really smell anything right off the bat. I can't really get any initial notes of, I mean, it smells like a regular IPA. I'm kind of worried about this double word, though. This double word makes me a little scared. You know, I can be iffy when it comes to IPAs, but a double IPA, that could be double the trouble. I don't know. We're about to find out. All right. All right. This is this is um very, very if you if a beer could be strong, this beer would be strong. Um man, that is that's that's man, uh give me a second to think of a word to describe that. Um I don't want to just say piney, but I might just go with piney and a little little more oaky. You know what I'm saying? It dude, that's that's tough. Yeah, maybe if I had some barbecue or some pepper jack with it, it would uh it would go down a little bit easier, but man, that is that's a little bit uh that's a little earthy. I'll definitely say that's a little that's a little earthy for my taste. Uh, if I, I'm trying to think of what these guys would give it. We're gonna do a fair score. I'll give three scores, and we'll uh, we'll just take the average of them all. Uh, Jake likes this kind of shit, so you know he's probably gonna give it like a solid six 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 point six. We'll say, yeah, he's gonna get a uh, he'll get his hype and rating. There you go, six point six from Jake. George, probably going to give it a four or five. Yeah, and I'm going to be right there with George at a four or five. So not my favorite, but not the worst. So it just, man, it's super, super uh, earthy. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to explain it other than earthy and just very heavy. It does taste heavy, not initially at first, but once it kind of gets in your system for a second, then uh you realize that you may be a little bloated later. Um, but yeah, uh, so I think, what is that, a overall score of what, like 5.2, something like that. So yeah, well, uh, that that was the beer review. It is kind of lonely just reviewing my one and only beer by myself. Kind of feel like an alcoholic, but you know, it is what it is. Not really an alcoholic, but we'll... Uh, We'll hand it over to Tate and uh, Constance now. So without further ado, I give to you Tate and Constance. Hello to all my viewers. <laughs> this is a special episode of Two Beers and a Mic. <laughs> Introducing... <laughs> And Tate, here we go. America! Okay. okay, so we have Jake here who's going to give us our hot topics for the day because we know you want to hear them. Oh, you know you want to hear them. 
<laughs> that was sexual. Okay, here are some entertainment hot takes. Here we go. Started off real spicy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Harry Styles is the best performer in current times. Yes or no? Jake knows what he's he knows his audience. He knows his crowd. He or. does. I'm gonna let Take take this one away for the first question. Okay, so best per- <laughs> I don't know if he's the best performer. Maybe the best uh stage presence. Yeah. You know, like the crowd loves him. Goes wild. And he really just like owns it. He does. But I wouldn't say like no. after seeing clips of like the taylor swift concert and like the beyonce concerts oh my gosh i wouldn't say that he's the best um performer and if you didn't know me and tate went to a harry styles what concert we went to a harry styles concert i and took it to my penthouse and, and we I faked, faked it, it. Mm-hmm. so i agree with her i'm gonna have to say he's not the best performer he's a good one great one and i love it for sure i'm not gonna say but he's the best, the best especially of our time what is our time, our time? entail where does that that start and where does that end does it start who is that's true of current times oh my gosh there's so many like like she said beyonce's really been killing it she's she always kills (laughs) the mute challenge one of my favorites the mute what you never heard that jake have you heard that what's the mute? it's her song and she goes look around the crowd and everyone on mute and then everybody has to be quiet in the crowd. And it pisses me off because a lot of you people <laughs> that she's visiting aren't going mute. So true. So and, true. But it's really That's like great. people throwing things at concerts. Yes. What's the point? Stop. It's really strange. No. And I don't I don't get it. But I don't know who would be the best performer, though. I don't know. I feel like based solely off of like production and how much time put into it, I would say Taylor Swift. She is good. For her Eras tour. Yeah. Because I saw clips of that. I didn't go, but mm. I saw clips of it, and it seemed, like, very intricate. Like, yeah. she would dive into the stage as if it was water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with T-Swivel. Always and forever. Always you know? and forever. She's all reliable. She is. She really is. Miss All Reliable. Miss All Reliable. I love her. <laughs> What's our <laughs> next question? The next question is, are Pop-Tarts overrated? Oh, <laughs> if you ask like eight year old me, I'd say no, because I love pop tarts when I was like eight. But now they be o- careful. They give too be much careful. crust. You know, I need more frosting. I think it's like a Mandela effect. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. You looked <laughs> at me like you had no What clue. part of it's a Mandela effect? <laughs> like, I feel like there used to be a lot more icing on them. They're cheating us out of the icing and filling. <laughs> Literally, like with toaster strudels. Toaster freaking strudels. Where's where's all the icing? I used to use two packs for one. Yeah, I literally did that. And would we not even afraid to say I that? I literally used two packs for one toaster strudel, <laughs> and my brother would get really upset because we'd be out of icing. <laughs> but what the f is he gonna do? Eat a bear toaster strudel? <laughs> no, but yeah, I feel like at this point in time, yes. To- uh, what are their what are they called? Pop tarts. Pop tarts. Overrated. Okay. There's too much crust. You know, have you had the Pop-Tart bites? No. Mm, they're really freaking good. Mm. They sell them at gas stations. They're like little bags of Pop-Tart bites. So there's icing over the whole bite. And it's filled with jelly. <coughs> and I'm going to need sure. to know what gas station has those. Uh, QT for sure. 
getting those on my way home. QT. What is this? I love Pop Tart Bites. Pop Tart Bites. You've had those? What is going on? Have you ever frozen Pop Tarts? That doesn't sound very delicious. That's not like doing it for me. You ever frozen (laughs) Sour Patch Watermelon? I don't like Sour Patch Kids. I don't like sour this stuff, guys. This is really going to be a problem. I know. Is g- Any sour stuff? No, it, it makes my jaw lock up. I <laughs> That does happen. <laughs> and I can't stand the feeling. Yeah, because you'll be talking, and then you start laughing, and you're like, Yes. Ah. We were at El Fifi today, and you I was I eating a chip. I made you laugh, as usual. <sighs> Rare occasion. No, as My jaw per started usual. locking up, and <laughs> I just, it hurts so bad. My mouth starts watering. I, I kind of live for that. It's like a thrill, you know? Like, am I going to cramp this time? Am oh, wow. I going to jaw lock? Or am I going to be free? I really do learn more about you every day. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> you got to keep them guessing. But Your you mom know, is not like, paying me enough for this. You know, I really don't like that joke. <laughs> it's a real real hurtful one. one Everybody comment that time. Tate's weird. Everybody comment it. You, you understand this is not a live stream. <laughs> Do the crickets. <laughs> not the crickets. <laughs> okay, we need our next question. Twelve years dungeon. Okay, uh, I have. <laughs> I have uh, a list of discontinued candies and snacks that I'm wondering if you guys remember. I know. Constance, you're pretty Okay, young. shut up. Stop there. You were there. born in like 2012, but... 2003. Um, <laughs> so you might not 20. remember these, but... I'm 20 years old. I'm 20 years old. says so. Do y'all remember the strawberries and cream <laughs> cream savers? They're like the butterscotch candies. What? And they tasted like, yes. like a smoothie kind of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What? They were like whole... Like uh, a milkshake. Pop. They were like whole cough drops. Yeah. They're called cream savers. Friend, I won't remember most of these without pictures. Well, I wish cream I could savers. show you pictures. Do you cream remember savers. Goldfish Grams? Yes, I do. And those were delicious. What? I've never had these. No? Chat, I've never had these. <laughs> Chat, I've never had these before. Oh. Use this as clickbait. <laughs> That's a knee slapper. Uh, what about sweet and spicy barbecue sun chips? No. Wait. Sun chips? Sweet and spicy barbecue sun chips. I thought they only had the cheese and the red ones. What? Cheese and the No, red. they have sour cream and onion. They have original. OG. You're thinking garden of harvest salsa. cheddar and garden salsa. Yeah. Garden Those salsa are so is the best flavor. Good. They're really freaking good. But okay. This is my take on Sun Chips. Okay. They freaking tear up the roof of my mouth, Oh, dog. my gosh. Literally. Just like Cap'n Crunch. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I, I love Cap'n Crunch. No, I bought a box of Cap'n Crunch about two weeks ago, and after every time I ate it, raw. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, here's the thing. So, <laughs> we have Captain Crunch at my house right now as we speak, and my nephew... Ugh. I made it. <laughs> I kidding. made my or my mom made my nephew some Captain Crunch. So generous. He didn't need it. <gasps> so I did what anybody would. I did what anybody would do, and I ate it for him. And then, in the middle of me eating and enjoying it, might I add, <laughs> took it from me. What? 
He took it from me. How long was it sitting there when you started to eat it? It was it was dry. It didn't have like oh. milk in it yet. Okay. Yeah. I have this really weird thing with like milk. Like people that drink the milk from their cereal, that's really gross. I to do me. that. That's really because in my mind, it's like lukewarm now. And it's like, how are you in? Mine is still cold when I drink it. You must be chowing down. <laughs> Do chow down, and you should because (laughs) because because then your cereal gets soggy. Right, you don't chow down. I understand. Mine doesn't, but my (laughs) milk tends to get lukewarm. But I also (laughs) I also like things that are either really cold or really hot. So like if I'm drinking something that's supposed to be cold, I need it to be ice cold. If I'm eating something that's supposed to be really hot, I need it really hot. If you haven't noticed yet, she has severe, um, what's the word? Like sensory issues with. Oh, have I noticed? Okay. Listen with ears, her auditory and physical touch. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's terrible. You know, whenever we would have sleepovers (laughs) and I'd be sleeping in her bed and I would touch her. Like I'd literally get closer in the night. I don't know if she was awake or not. She probably was. And she would literally like push me hard. (laughs) Push me hard against that wall (laughs) poor jake poor jake cuddle me you would literally cuddle cuddle me i'm a lover not a fighter but i didn't want to be cuddled and that's totally fine on both ends but i'm just saying like if people (laughs) if people drink their milk or like they drink oh i hate when people drink their soup i hate (laughs) (laughs) yes He'll drink his soup. And I hate that. And it's really gross to me. And my fanny. slurps on it? (laughs) Like you can hear him slurping on his soup? Yeah. Oh, yes, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) My fanny, God rest her soul. You know, she was a big shaker. She had a problem with shaking. Yes. I don't know why I laughed. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. A real what? Shaker. Yeah, what would you do? So she would, she couldn't eat, (laughs) she couldn't eat soup because by the time the spoon left the bowl and got to her mouth, she shook it all off into her bowl. So she would drink her soup. Okay, valid. And I still hated it. (laughs) Even with the knowledge I had that she could not eat it with a spoon, I still hated that. It was so gross. Would it not shake whenever she would hold it as a bowl and do it? Not as bad, no. Oh, okay. so I mean, still do it. it's these motor skills are like a lot easier than this oh, motor skill. That makes know? sense. Okay. So I don't like that. I don't like when my hot tea is lukewarm. It makes me gag. <laughs> I can oh, get yes, that. Daddy. I'm really <laughs> loving that one. <laughs> Even through the sickness, he's grinding over there. Cough it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our next question. We're ready. Should we get rid of daylight savings time? Oh, I don't know. Because honestly, it kind of seems like it helps me adjust to the new season coming. Yes, but also, uh, I want to fall asleep at like, once it gets dark outside, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to I go know. down. Literally, I was tired by like five o'clock yesterday. But also it gives me like a serotonin, little serotonin boost whenever like, 
I get that extra hour of sleep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, it's like a little treat. No, it's it like is. a little treat. But and when I, I lose that hour. That is not a treat. But then you also <laughs> get the serotonin from it being lighter yes, longer. That's true. So do I like it? No. But does it kind of set me up for the season coming? Yeah. Yes. Makes like, sense. It makes the vibes make sense. Yeah. You know, because what would Christmas be if it was light until like 830? That's true. You know? I agree with her. That was a hot take. <sighs> I'm good like that, man. Are you ready for the next one? We're ready. Make it spicy. Not like... True or false. <laughs> Ravioli is just wet Pop-Tart soup. That's disgusting. Oh, goodness. I hate that. I hate that you I, just said that. I didn't like that at I all. I will never eat it the same ever again. It's like soggy. I don't remember the last time I, I had ravioli, actually. Give me the formulaoli. What's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> Ow! What were you saying, Tate? What's your favorite shape of pasta? Shape of pasta? Oh, my gosh. It really depends on the sauce. I'm going to have to say that. No, absolutely. But because like, I think they're all paired very well with their sauce. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what those ones, I don't know what those one, I don't know what they're called. Draw okay. it out with your hand. Okay. I do like the, um, the kind at, uh, Asian mint. Oh, glass noodles. Yeah, that's really nice. I love glass noodles. Or those Pad like flat ones. noodles wonton noodles sure i'm not sure that's a thing <laughs> egg noodles <laughs> you know your noodles come on come on big shrimp <sighs> you missed your perfect chance bold shrimp i said she sure does know her noodles fried oh, shrimp yes, Daddy. you know that from forrest gump what oh, yes big shrimp fried, fried shrimp, shrimp bold shrimp jumbo shrimp i love shrimp are you ready for the next one we're ready Making an itinerary on vacation can sometimes ruin the trip. So true. I can agree with that. I can't go with people who are like this, 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 this. Right. I can't do that either. Luckily, I think it's like a make or break thing. They say traveling with your significant other. Mm. Um, and I was really scared the first time I traveled with, with Jake because I don't like being stressed out. And I feel like people with big itineraries really stress me out. Is he an itinerary man? He's not, which is why it works. Yeah. But (laughs) I I don't like itineraries. Go Jake. You made it. You sure did. They're really, you know. Stressful. And they're stressed. Right. Because they're stressed about keeping the schedule going. And I'm like, who needs an effing schedule? This is vacation. Literally. I'm not going to wake up at the booty crack of dawn. No. To freaking go snorkel. (laughs) Or watch them fish. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Because also, like, it depends day by day. I'm a different person every day. Literally. And you are. Because men have a 24-hour cycle, and we have a 30-day cycle. So they wake up the same every single day. Imagine that. Imagine. (laughs) Imagine a world like that. Hit those keys, girl. All right, next question. It's uh, related question. to the vacation theme. <laughs> oh, um, yes. <laughs> going on a beach vacation and going to the beach more than like three or four days in a row, it can sometimes be exhausting. Hot take here. Okay. I've never been to the beach. Only Galveston, which I don't count. I count that as a lake. <laughs> what? 
It does not count. Have you seen the color? Yeah. Of that. Yes. That water. For sure. But I would. I feel a lot safer in lakes than oceans, and I don't. Hundred percent. But I don't feel safe in Galveston water because it's an ocean. So <sighs> I consider it the sea. Valid. I do. But I, do I understand not counting it. Yeah, it's just like, if you say, oh yeah, I've been to the beach, Galveston. Imagine really? the looks you're going to get. Right. It's kind of embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But like, so. you know, take what you can get, I guess. But you need if, to get out more. I do. If I had to guess, or if I had to like make a decision still, beach or like mountains, Ooh. still going to go with mountains. Even though I just feel like I'd enjoy it more still. You give me mountain vibes. I just feel like going to the beach... After like three days of going to the beach, I'm like, I don't want to go again. Well, fourth day in a row. You sound so spoiled right now. I don't. Don't make me go to the beach. It's like it's like there's only so much to do at the beach, and I'm like, oh, here we go again. Oh, here we go again. Oh, here we go. Floating in the water. Floating in the water. Yeah. Laying on the sand. Drinking. Throwing a football around, maybe. Yeah, I what went a man. with sandcastles. I went to Galveston. <laughs> Doing man things, drinking a beer, throwing a football. Build sandcastles. Taking my shirt off. <laughs> Flex for the ladies. <laughs> that is so silly. It is hot in here. Okay. Take your jacket off. <laughs> Take my hair down, show some oh, stamps. Yes, daddy. You know how I be. Chat. But I went to I this. Galveston with Jared, and we were there for three days, and I think that was plenty of time. Mm. For sure. Yeah. For Galveston. Because it's too. just so much lugging all that crap to the beach, mm-hmm. then taking it back from the beach with the sand. Mm-mm. And the skeeters there in Galveston, skeeters are terrible. They are bad. They're really bad too. I had to run away from them, quite literally run away from them. That's interesting. It's crazy. That's an interesting. Okay. Yeah. We were trying to find crabs at in night. In the dark. In the dark. And the at skeeters night. were terrible. I bet they were terrible. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, my buckle makes impression. Okay. Before she starts singing, next question. Okay. <laughs> Is pretty privilege real? Yes. Yes. And you know how I know? <laughs> because I got treated a lot differently once I lost weight. <laughs> yeah. No, like, and you you get that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Insert picture. Okay, that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's, I'm not, don't insert the picture, actually. That's terrible. Yeah, because I was, up until I was like 18, I was invisible yeah. to everyone. And then I lost weight. And all of a sudden, things get paid for me. Or like, you know, yeah, doors get held open. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, back then, they were like, ah, oh, she can lift it. <laughs> You know? Oh my gosh. You gotta play a sound for that. <laughs> 12 years dungeon. Sure. That didn't go. <laughs> well, I also feel like it exists because like even just like seeing it like out right. in the world, like right. if you go to Red River, for instance. Oh, that is the definition of pretty privilege. Like on the bull part, you know, you have to pay, but some people don't have to pay because And some people get to stay on longer because they look better on the bull. <laughs> Yeah, you know? exactly. So that's yes, it's very real. It's very real, too real. And Red River can sometimes hurt your feelings. It can for sure, one hundred percent. It's very because you get all dressed up and you think you look all good, and then no one wants to dance with you. 
no one wants to spin you around on that dance floor. <laughs> Morgan Wallen said they would want to spin me around. We didn't end up spinning. Spin me, and I'm going to turn into a tornado <laughs> at that point. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Give us another one, Jake. Ooh. Uh, koalas are dumb and boring. Yes or no? What? What site did you find that one on? Dolphins are jerks. They are psychopaths. They are creeps. They hump anything they can get their little tail on. That seems like it's coming from a personal experience. Okay, I've never even seen a dolphin in real life. Okay, here we go. Controversial. Yeah. Will? We're in (laughs) rave mode. Uh, Horses are overrated. They're expensive (laughs) to maintain and don't actually do that much. Um, disagree. Dislike button. Punching it. It's for the aesthetic. Amen. It's for the aesthetic. Like, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'd take a horse if I could get it. I would get a horse, too. For the aesthetic. They don't do anything. They They don't. eat grass. All they do is eat grass and poop it out. That helps. Manure's good. And I feel like you have to do more for them than they offer. You can't even eat it. It, You can't (laughs) even eat it. Like, no, you can eat your cows. Right. And they give you milk, at least. Well, they used to be good for something, but then people start. They would. What do you mean, what? What were they good for? They drug around carriages and they drug around wagons. That was how people got places. Freaking idiot. Okay, chill out. <laughs> I'm saying they're not, they're useless now. Now, but I said used to. Okay. Are, are you like hangry right now? Like what time is it? Like I don't, I don't know what's happening. You seem a little hangry. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm literally fine. Next right question. Now. Which restaurant? provides the best kind of fries oh now you hold on okay this is a hard question because have you all ever had joe willie's no oh yes daddy (laughs) joe willie sounds really inappropriate but hold on do y'all like ranch no heck yeah okay so joe willie's ranch so bomb mixed with their fries so bomb it's so good you had red robin Yum. Red Robin, yum. No, I've never had it. Their ranch. I'm not a big ranch person. Really? No. Ranch is fire. I like ketchup and barbecue sauce and Polynesian sauce. You strike me for a barbecue girl. Okay. Did you notice that she threw Polynesian sauce in there like it's a widespread (laughs) thing that people offer? Literally just (laughs) Chick-fil-A, I think. Isn't it literally just Chick-fil-A? I think so. I want to say, I'll break it up. Fast food, McDonald's, right? Oh, okay. Give me some. Yeah. Hit me up right here, you know, but. (laughs) I feel like Brahms has the best fries. You're disgusting. Crinkle cut. You are disgusting. If you're looking for crinkle cut, at least say Cane's. Oh, no, they're too small. Comparably to Brahms. Brahms actually, they do have crunchy fries. Brahms fries are fire. Really? They're pretty good. Whataburger's fries are better than McDonald's fries. Ooh, I like Whataburger fries. Better than McDonald's? No, yes. I can't. No, I can't get with what But their are sauces soggy. are better. In-N-Out fries, terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I don't like them very much. Terrible. Sorry. They Is taste it, like piss. Here's what I'll say. In-N-Out as a restaurant, overrated, but... Every time I do eat their burger, I'm like, okay, this tastes pretty fresh. It is always fresh. I used to work there. It is always fresh, let me tell you. It is. The fries, also fresh. You know, my I fries, cut them myself. I cut fries at my golf course, too. 
No freaking freak. At my golf course. At, at my, my golf course. At my country club. My country club. I cut the fries. <laughs> we had hand cut fresh fries. I bet they sucked. And I would fry them. They were actually pretty good. Oh. I fried them. I would fry mine all. too. Oh. <laughs> Pinch okay. twist. You owe me a swig. What did you just say? I'm stealing That's that from you. I'm going to start saying that. Pinch, twist, you owe me a swig. That's what Jake and I say now. to each other. Because in McKinney, we didn't want Coke, so we wanted swig. <clears throat> no, you know, we didn't swig. want Sonic. Oh, Yeah, so we would swig. say, instead of pinch, poke, we would say, pinch, twist, you owe me a swig. Pinch, poke? I want a Coke. Never heard that. What? I'd say, what? Jinx, you owe me a Coke. You no. never say, you've never said, pinch never even poke. heard of it actually. You've never heard pinch poke, you owe me a Coke? No, I've heard jinx, you owe me a Coke. It shows Chat. you were homeschooled. <laughs> Chat. I can tell you were homeschooled. Ooh. Okay, cut that shit out right <laughs> now. Cut that out. This one's can't have people this one's knowing. Gonna, this one, I think, between Shake. the two of you, cut this that one out. might actually. Oh. Uh-oh. Modern feminists. It can't be okay. political. Skip it. <laughs> Come on. Only it want to take men down, they don't want to cohabit. Habitate. You gotta cut. You can't. You can skip it because we're not gonna agree. <laughs> Listen, here's what that's I'll say. That's the best part. That's Here, why it's a hot take. Here's what I'll say. It depends on what side of the spectrum you're talking about. The any radical side of any political thing is always going to be the worst representation of that viewpoint. I think the radicals definitely want to like take men down and like definitely see it as like women are better than men. I think what it's meant to be is just equality and that's all that it's meant to be. But if you throw the people in that are really like hardcore about it, they do not want equality. They want to be seen as better than men. I can agree with that because the people I know, certain people... Who are like really crazy about it and who are like basically yeah. like, I hate men. Men are the worst. Right. My thing is. And like I say let's that be as honest. a joke. No, yes. And I say it as well, like as but a joke. It's but not. Some people believe that. Yeah. And like a lot of people like can't believe it when you're not a feminist. I think everybody should be equal, but I'm not like feminist. I'm a feminist, y'all. I personally think that people thrive. Now there is a, I'd say majority of people thrive in their like own categories so like Mm. why has it been this way for so long like maybe it's been like forced one way for so long you know Mm -hmm. the whole women in the kitchen and you're gonna stay home there's definitely stereotypes behind each for sure yeah well there's a reasoning behind all of it i'm not i'm not saying like the the ugly side of it is not okay but it's Mm -hmm. like women have a more nurturing like vibe to them it is true yeah. they're better at those things than men are men mm-hmm. don't aren't emo- as emotional like I connective agree, wise but i, I think the issue is is that people take that and run with it and then men become helpless in the house yes because they're like women are better with the kids they're better with cleaning yes. so why would i even try but like i completely I was like, agree with that part like i don't think the woman should take if the man and woman are working at the same time they sh- that's their house right they should both be doing it it shouldn't right. be seen as the man helping the woman around the right. house he is it's doing your it. house too right. you're doing it it's and then, like when you see those tiktoks of people oh, my saying husband, like did yeah. this yeah or 
look at that dad. He's taking care of his kids. <gasps> are you a babysitter or are you a dad? He's taking care of his kids. <laughs> yeah. They're his kids. They're his kids. Like that. That's the big problem is yes. that men are like hell. They're kind of not worship, but kind of when they, they do are. the basic things yeah. that they should do. Yeah. Like those ones you see, like of the, of the mom, like bringing home pizza or something it's like oh she's an unhealthy mom she couldn't cook but then whenever the dad brings home pizza it's like oh he's a fun dad yeah that's what's really frustrating so i guess in that way you could say that like sure like i can agree with that part of like feminism or whatever but i feel like that's just like a thing that everybody should yeah i think it's just an excuse to be lazy like if i if i was like completely not knowing me like not knowing my background or anything not knowing tate's background or anything if i was like if constance was like i need a fence built you know, my backyard needs a fence. I'm not going to ask If her. I show up and Tate shows up and you look at both of us, you're going to be like, hmm, I'm going to pick him. Exactly. Like, and, and if you need somebody to watch reason, your kids, yeah, you're not going to be like, gonna ask, maybe not him. I'm not going to ask the 6'6 six, six yeah. dude. Right. Know? Well, within society and with the household, it's two different things. Well, for you sure. Know, they, the whole thing is, is, you know, women, they, they typically, you know, the whole statistic goes, they pick lower paying jobs and that's why the price gap is so different because mm. like men choose jobs like lawyer doctor um you know mechanic and women choose jobs like women lawyer women doctor women mechanic so you know <laughs> lower, lower paying jobs oh my gosh go do it wah, wah, wah. <laughs> there you go that fits that fits that statement <laughs> that was a good one i feel like we all were civil there yeah yeah that was good. Yay, okay, yeah. here we go. Self-care culture Ooh. devolves, or I guess in, evolves, into self-indulgence. Is there a problem with self-indulgence? Mm. I'm going to need know. that one explained a little bit more because I don't really get it. It just means like, I don't know, maybe it's just all it says. Like, but I feel like people who like freak out like people who have like 45 minute morning self-care routines oh. are obsessed with their, like they their, start their, themselves mm, they become self-obsessed yeah maybe not as self-indulgent but i could see like having I can see how that could become unhealthy hey, Bob, yeah but move your mic more towards constant so that when you're speaking Sorry. and then me bring it down no 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 like the actual microphone oh. There we go. So that when you're Sorry. speaking that way, it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I think <clears throat> yes. Bring it closer to your mouth. I think yes. Like that way. Like that way. Like pull it towards you. Okay, now bring it that like towards the, where I'm pointing. Bring it that way. No, like pull it. Oh my gosh. Yes, thank you. Now, <laughs> yes, right there. Stop. When I say that way, you're like. You were going like this. No. Yeah, like bring the mic, the full mic. You that say way. towards you. Yeah. Pull it towards you, not that way. Well, yeah, I like pull it. That doesn't. Like if I said pull said, the mic this way, I go. You said that way. Yo, Marriage that fight. Way. <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting again. <laughs> Ooh, Help here we me. go. People are abusing mental illnesses as an excuse for everything. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to have to go further into this, <laughs> but yes, 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 I do agree. I feel like something they're sad for a second. They're sad for like two seconds, maybe like a week. They're sad. And then all of a sudden they're depressed. Right. No, it's not the same. No, you're not. No. Um, 
I feel like it is used like as an excuse it's for just, a lot of things. It's thrown around a lot. Yes. Like it becomes a, a joke. Yeah. I think. And it's not like I understand using humor to cope, but yes. also being sad from something doesn't make you depressed and it doesn't make you manic yeah. either. I think a lot of people use the word manic way out of context. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's been used so much mm-hmm. that it's just become a normal thing to right. say, oh, I'm depressed. Oh, yeah. I have anxiety. Oh, I have this. Oh, I have that. Yeah. When in reality, you're just nervous for your interview. Right. You don't have anxiety. Everyone gets nervous. Yeah. I think it comes from a big part of it comes from people becoming so transparent about their mental yes. health problems that everyone's like, oh, maybe I have it too. Yeah. You know, like I think because it is so talked about and so normalized, which is a good thing. But now it's like everyone has to have it. Yes. I feel like it's a you crutch. Know? Yeah. Like people use it as like, oh, it's a problem that I can't control. And it's I like, think no, if that... you worked on it, yeah, <laughs> if you actually tried or like gave some effort, it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. But they just, just fall gonna, into it. But you're just going to be like, oh, uh, well, I've experienced it once. Now it's going to be a lifestyle thing. And I'm going to use it as a crutch and never do anything related to this because I have like I have anxiety. Yeah. I think people who are not actually diagnosed with it or have not struggled with it for years it can become a crutch but i think people who genuinely are trying their best and they're still struggling then it is a true problem and Mm -hmm. i don't really see that as a crutch anymore but i think it's definitely with people who have a hard week and then it becomes their whole personality yeah I agree. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Well, we got one more. Uh, I'm okay. just trying to find. I had. Oh, okay. Each of you will answer this and then go into detail about it. But uh, so whoever wants to answer first can go first. If you had the choice, it was ultimately up to you. You had a button on the left that was blue and the button on the right that was red. The blue button is get rid of social media forever. You can never use it, but it's gone for everyone. Or the red button is keep it and just, you know, see what comes of it. The only reason I say this is because I feel, in my opinion, that a lot of issues in today's world, A, are completely over-exaggerated. Do the cheering button. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and... and I, like, okay, so I had this conversation with, I don't even remember who it was, but like people, like, so we'll say men and women with, let's say body dysmorphia or uh, looking at people who are like, oh, I'm jealous of how you look or yada, yada, yada. That never used to happen when I would say like, even when I was growing up, because I didn't have a phone at the age of six. I wasn't on Instagram at age 11, looking at people all around the world, having TikTok at age 13, where I'm able to literally see people from every single region of the planet, I knew the people that went to my school in my region. Maybe a population of a thousand as a kid that I like have people to compare myself to, I guess. But like today with social media, I feel like more and more and more people have either anxiety or dysmorphia or feeling like they're not good enough and that leads to depression and all this type of stuff is caused by social media. So would you delete it and know that you will never get to use it ever again? Or would you keep it and just be like, well, see how it goes? In all honesty, 
Do you want to answer first? Sure. I think in all honesty, I would keep it because I think it helps a lot with like, it helps um, when you learn about new stuff because I've found that I've, I learn a lot of new things on TikTok that I wouldn't know before. Like maybe it's practical stuff. Maybe it's recipes or like, you know, how to fix something, how to clean something, things like that. But also I find it really interesting to learn about other people's culture and their way of life and how they live. So I think it's a really good tool um, when it's used in the right context and when um, you're able to see so many different types of people and so many different walks of life. I think that can be really helpful because it helps you feel like you're not alone. Um, but I definitely think it's used in a very bad way a lot of the time. But I also think you need to come to a personal decision within yourself and delete it for yourself if it's not doing you any good. So like you have to come over that FOMO, which I have deleted and redownloaded <laughs> and deleted, <laughs> redownloaded yes. because I have such FOMO because I know everyone's seeing everything yes. and I'm not seeing anything. So that's something that like not only other people have to work on, but I have to work on. So I think it's not like deleting it for everyone because it can be really useful and you can really learn a lot of things, but it's really, really bad for those who are using it in a poor way, especially if younger people are exposed to it too early. I think that's where the big problem is because Addie, she... um is like obsessed with social media. And I was never obsessed with it the way that she was, but because it was such a thing from how young she was and up, she's like so immersed in it, you know? So I think it's really damaging to the younger population, but I think, like I said, when it's used correctly, I think it's really good. Does that make sense? That does make sense. I have a, like a side question that I'll just ask. Then you can answer it really quickly. You don't have to go into detail or anything. But like after you ask, you'll answer the same question. Do you think social media has been more beneficial than harmful since it started? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I'd have to look at like a study or something. I have no idea. I personally think it's been like probably tenfold harmful. I think Probably. there's a lot of statistics that came out of it, but like at the same time, I think the the oh my gosh today, Junior. Anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I think a lot of the stats are really based on social media. Like yeah. anything that's a study's been done is like if kids spend too much time on Twitter slash TikTok slash Instagram, what's well, like okay? Well, what if you never had that? Yeah. Well, then what? I mean, what good? What good has come from social media, study-wise, health-wise, like brain activity monitoring-wise? Yeah. You know, like, has there any been any benefits or are all the benefits just things that people have done studies on about people looking at social media? Like, if you wipe the whole thing out, 
Is there any benefit? I guess the only thing is like cultural knowledge of how other people live. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Relating. Maybe you're the only person in your town that has an issue. And every once in a while you can relate to someone else in a different town. But as far as the harm. Yeah, I guess it has been more harmful. Mm-hmm. For sure. Especially for younger kids. 100%. So what's your answer, Constance? I personally am going to have to go with I would choose to get rid of it completely. I think it has, it does have helpful tools. Mm -hmm. I do think that. But I mean, as humans, we would develop new tools and new ways to help the way that social media did. But I think there's this show called, or movie called The Social Dilemma. Mm -hmm. And it talks about like different makers of different apps, like talk about, how they made it and all that kind of stuff. And the maker of Twitter and a bunch of other ones don't even let their kids have any social media because they know how harmful it is Mm. and how addictive it is. And I feel like it's, to me, it's almost like a drug. It's like you can get so addicted and that goes along with FOMO. Like you just, you're the fear of missing out and the fear of not looking as good as everybody or looking as fun as everybody or, oh, I can't post that. I have a double chin in that. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, but this couple looks so happy. Why don't me and my boyfriend look like that? Whereas, well, you do on social media, but you're thinking about what it's like at home. You're not thinking about what it's like at home for them. Right. So I think it tears apart a lot of couples mm-hmm. that could be happy that aren't. And I think it takes away trust. I think it you know, all that. and coming at it from also like for me, a spiritual side of things, the things that they have at their fingertips is like, yeah, so disturbing. Yeah. Like for men, I feel like it's kind of hard as well because they have literally all these things at their fingertips. Whereas if they yeah. didn't have that, they could be a lot more spiritually sound or even just sound as a person and respectful to well, women. I mean, like, as, I, I totally agree. Cause like, back in let's just say even our parents day and age you would have to like either physically look at a, at a person yes or make the effort go to the local Porn. gas station and get a magazine or yes. go to the adult video store yes and go so into that nasty back section yes. and rent out a vhs film but yeah. now it's on like you could find it on any social yeah. media app. and think about all the illegal things that come on with that like things with that involve children and things of that sort if social media wasn't around yeah these creeps couldn't be making money off of it Mm -hmm. they couldn't have that platform to do that yeah and they'd have to be more public with whatever it is and probably be able to be caught right more often yeah than not so i don't know i feel like i would take it out and i think it's done more harm than good because as humans we would just evolve to whatever's around us right and so we could evolve to yeah if I we think, didn't have it. Yeah. I think at the center of both of our views is just wanting to protect the kids yeah. that are affected by it. Yeah. Because it's such a problem with yeah. them. Like even if it's involuntary, like the family channels and then creeps find those family channels and they do stuff with those family channels, like yeah. things like that. It's just not safe for anyone to be on. And then like, if you think back in the day, like, Bullying could only happen at school or yeah. if you if you see that person out. But now the bullying does not stop. Yeah. It goes with you t- when you're home, 
over the phone. Mm-hmm. It goes with you whenever you're at school. Mm-hmm. And then things get spread around over social media. I mean, it's just, it doesn't end yeah. for those kids. And like we were talking about earlier with, right. you know, it's just, it's really it's just hard super harmful for kids. Yeah. It's really hard on them. They see things that their little minds should not see. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's like another topic is what we like Tate and I talked about this on a walk once we were just talking about like what kids today have no creativity I was literally just thinking that they from the age of five when they finally develop motor skills and Mm -hmm. parents are like "Uh, I don't really want to deal with you right now here's an iPad yep learn how to play leapfrog learn how to play this that and the other watch bluey you know watch Clifford watch this that and the other and it's so like what I was telling Tate was like, you know, every night at a specific time, like, you know, you used to see those like those like Nick commercials or the Disney commercials. They were like, come watch a new episode of Hannah Montana every mm-hmm. Tuesday at 630. So you would get your you would get your homework done. You'd, get, yep. you'd eat your dinner. You'd get your mm-hmm. butt in that seat and you'd watch a new episode of Hannah Montana or even yep. Stevens or mm-hmm. Big Time Rush or, you know, whatever yeah. the show might have been. You you figured out a way to do that. Drake and Josh. You know, that you, we used to do that. <laughs> now a kid just goes, Drake and Josh, and can watch five seasons of yes, it right. in one sitting. Yeah. Well, at that point, there's no excitement. There's no attention Because if you don't get it, you get pissed. <laughs> as opposed to like, oh, I'm excited to watch my show that I've been waiting for all week. Yeah. A kid could finish a show, an entire series in a week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like, Yeah just having everything available to them. I think what Tate and I agreed on, we even talked about like, oh, we're going to like get a Netflix series. I don't know if this would be harmful or, or beneficial and be like, all right, well, your show comes on at seven, like as and like a six year old and then yeah. just like play it. But that would have seven. to be yeah. before they went to school yeah. because then they'd say they would find out that you can watch it like anytime yeah. and then they, we would be lying to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also, like, another thing on this is kids aren't, like, if you think back, you think back to, like, the memories that you have from being a kid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, like, making mud pies. It's playing Mm -hmm. outside, going to ride your bike. You have those memories in your head. What are they going to have memories of? Right. Just playing playing their favorite game on their phone. Yeah. They don't want to go outside. And, well, like, nowadays, like, I remember as a kid, I mean, it could have just been, like, where I lived. And I, I think Tate disagreed with like the same like vibe, <laughs> but like I was as a kid, my parents were like, "All right, see you at like 10 a.m. You woke up, you ate breakfast. It's like a Saturday. Right. They're like, all right, get see you when you get home. You know, you, you can't you do that in Dallas. You get on your bike. You just had to be back before the street lamps yeah. came I on. I could do that when I was like 15 before I had a car, but no way were my parents sending me out into the neighborhood right. and saying, be back when the streetlights turn on. Well, Ooh. like even the neighborhood like, I was in, I mean, no, no it wasn't way. Dallas, but like when I go back there, I'm like, dang, we lived here. Like, yeah. like this is kind of sketch, yeah. you know, and just being like, yeah, I mean, our parents had no worries. Yeah. We could just, yeah, you know, we went and found, Forts. It was literally fucking oh, like. I loved doing that. It was like I love building forts. In, we'd be like two two by fours on a mound of dirt. We'd yep. be like, oh, look at this fort. This Freaking castle, bro. Yeah, yeah, this literally. is our fort. Stone <laughs> and I like undertook a project once and we built a tree house in our tree. And it took us such a long time, but it was something we would go out into the yard yeah. and like work on. And it was See, so fun. That's the other thing. Like it gives kids like 
if you're like being creative, it gives you drive. It right. ma- makes you more mentally mature. Right. Your productivity is just, yeah. it's all better. Yeah, well, and like, it really is. I don't know if we would, like everyone would agree on this, but this was just like a, a TikTok I think I saw or it was on Twitter or something like that. But it was this dad who he lived in like an inner city or something like that. And he was like, he was like, well, you know, what age are we teaching our children about gun safety? Because he was like, mm. I could, you know, you could put a gun in a safe and have a fingerprint sensor, you know, yada, yada, yada. But it was like, how safe's your child when an intruder breaks through your door and you have to go through three freaking steps just to get your gun out of your safe? Well, I taught my son at six years old, this is a firearm. You know, you don't tell a kid, don't put your hand on the oven multiple times. You don't tell a kid, don't stab people with knives. It's like common sense. Now, a gun is a little bit more, I would say, like spur of the moment type situation. But he was like, I taught my son gun management when he was six seven years old he knows not to mess with it he knows the proper procedures of what to do and what not to do and i could keep my gun on the counter mm-hmm. and if someone broke in boom i grab it go <laughs> and and everything's okay but like nowadays everyone's like no, you can't. i don't know if i could do that <laughs> i really don't i really don't right i think it really depends on the personality of the kid because based on some of the kids that i've seen at yeah. my school no way am I introducing them to what that is and what it can do. Yeah. Like they would definitely, some of them would think it's a joke. Some would want to play with it. Some would use it as it's meant to be used mm-hmm. against like people. So I, well, here's what I'd say. I No, I think no. <laughs> she's not done. I'll I, mute you. I think uh, <laughs> it's just, it really depends on the personality and also where you live and yeah. also, maybe not leaving it on the counter. I think I, well, I'm, at that most, was... I would teach it to a teenager who right. I knew was well-mannered and level-headed as a teenager can be. Mm-hmm. But I would still keep it in a safe. Could they know the code? Sure. But even then, I would no, still I, feel yeah. like, you know. I think that was a little it. exaggerative. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's like he was right when he said, you know, you don't you don't teach your kids. You don't tell your kid at six. Don't stab people with a knife like that's just human. Like now there are some sick kids out there. Just don't chase me with a knife. <laughs> well, it's a day. Um, he got some told sick not kids. To. Right. You know, well, I feel like I don't I feel like if he wasn't told not to, would he have? What? Like, like, was it a, like, you told me I couldn't do this. I'll well, I was wrong. always told, don't put your hand on the oven. I never did it intentionally. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, can't touch the oven. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I just think, I, I think over, that's overboard. Like, oh, I could just leave it on the counter. Well, yeah, no. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. you know. I couldn't do that. <laughs> like that, that gun that you saw in the backseat of my truck. That was my birthday present when I was eight. And <laughs> well, I mean, I agree. Like, I mean, I feel like mine. for certain kids, yeah, for certain kids, yeah, for sure. Like you have to know your kid, have a good relationship right. with them, understand them. I think six obviously. is a little too early to gauge what their personality is. Like, sure, they could yeah. be mild mannered. I think I'd start introducing it to them, right? Like as but a concept, not, but yeah. not. Well, if my kids like outside, like killing rabbits that he caught and like skinning them like alive. <laughs> No, I'm probably not leaving a gun on the counter. But I'm just saying, like, you know. (laughs) I mean, 
I think if, awareness if, is good. Yeah. I think it's good to be aware of what it can do because I mean, obviously I wasn't introduced to stuff like that and I'm very skittish around them. So maybe it could help them to be, be more cautious, but also, you know, not like be jumpy around them the way that I am. Yeah. So I think there's a good and bad to it. I think it personally makes me uncomfortable <laughs> and it's fine if it makes you uncomfortable. I think, I mean, everybody has different views on stuff, but you know, it also just depends on how you're raised, where For you sure. live. Like you said, like yeah. if you live on a freaking farm like and that's different. your family has a lot of guns, something they like right. doing is shooting. Right. Sure. I might let my six year old try to shoot the gun. Yeah. And that's, I probably would. That makes more sense. Yeah. But, but like, like if you live in like the doing a, a handheld gun in Dallas and like, yeah, there's nowhere to practice. There's nowhere really to do anything. <laughs> I'd probably not... wait till like 10. Yeah. Double digits for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 10th birthday. Like I was able to shoot a gun before I was able to have caffeine. You weren't allowed to have caffeine. <laughs> Were you allowed At, to have caffeine? I'm confused. Like till it was 10. I think that was a rule for me too. No like I could have Sprite and like root beer. I don't think has caffeine in it. I'm pretty like. You couldn't have sodas with caffeine in it. No, like, yeah, no, like, I couldn't have Dr. Pepper or, like, Mountain Dew or anything. Not until I turned. I lived on Mountain Dew. I practically got bottle-fed caffeine. (laughs) And you have, what What do you have? A heart condition? Both of us do, actually. What? No, only two has it. Yeah, just me. So. We don't have the same one. (laughs) Anyways. I'm uh, I'm just going to say, common out here. It goes away with age. It what? It goes away with age. It goes away with age, but it can also come with age. And yeah. it came with age for me. I know, but so right does now. Asthma Tate. Usually asthma is okay. gone by the age Jake of like makes 14. fun of me because I still have asthma. Oh, that's embarrassing. Stop. It's not. That's embarrassing. Anyways. Is asthma kicking in right now? I saw you take a deep breath. That's <laughs> just my anxiety. Anyways, guys. Anyways. Um, no, it can, you can, you usually get it later on, but. Usually when you're like an elderly person, you don't have it. A lot of people tend to grow out of it. But also it's really nice knowing it doesn't really affect your lifespan or like anything like that. When you're elderly, they don't call it pots anymore. They just call it tired. Did you know? Um, I've heard it does affect. No. (laughs) From who? My doctor. (laughs) My doctor didn't say that. Our doctors need to have a chat. Maybe I heard her wrong. Every Maybe she study said Vasovogel I've does. Because okay. we were going between what I had, either POTS or Vasovogel. Because every study says POTS doesn't affect your lifespan. Because I've... Oh. Maybe I it was the other one. Neurotically, then. like, look it up a lot because I get really nervous. Right. But it doesn't. It shouldn't. Did you know that my Hunter's safety test thing? I was taking the class in person, uh-huh. and it was a potty break. And <laughs> let's just say I really had to use the potty. <laughs> Let's just say that. And um, I was on my my cycle. Mm-hmm. And that's usually whenever it happens to me. <laughs> and it hit me like a truck. I was sitting there and I could feel my heart pounding. I had a sweatshirt on, took that hoe off. Dude. And I was in line for the bathroom and the, there was this little freaking girl in there. I could hear her singing in there. Oh my and it was gosh. pissing me off. I was like, get out of there right now. <laughs> and there's a line. And I was like, I was blacking out. And I was like, oh, bestie. And so I sat on the ground. I sat on the ground with my feet up against the wall. Most embarrassing thing ever. That is really And I didn't even finish my test. 
I left. You know, I, I'm so sorry. It was terrible. I looked up one time because I kept getting hot flashes, which is from POTS, right? Yeah. But sometimes I forget the symptoms that come with POTS. So I looked it up and someone told me on the internet that I was infertile. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started digging. Oh, yeah. your hair fell out? You You're have cancer. You're dying. So Tate's right. over here like, Jake. So I was thinking I was infertile. If I was infertile, I thought I was infertile. But then I was like, wait a second, I have a medical condition. So let me look up the symptoms of that really quick. Yeah, and it was part of that. But for like about an hour, I thought I was not going to have kids. That's hilarious, actually. Yeah, while I was at school, I was doing that. That's one of my biggest fears, though, being infertile. Literally, like it's a huge fear of mine. Yeah, it's a really big one for me. Who's going to carry my kids for Anyways, me? Anyways, <laughs> um, this has been a great podcast, guys. Great pod. You guys ready for your pod, out, outro? Let's go. Hit it. Hit it.